How you doing, Kevin? I am doing quite good. It's kind of dark in here. It's getting dark early. It's getting dark early. It's true. Uh, it's it's not summer anymore. No, unfortunately, winter is coming, and uh, Win- the weather is a good indicator of that. Yeah, winter's just coming all over the place. Oh, man. I was going with a Game of Thrones joke, and then you just took yeah. it in a whole other direction. That's okay. uh, so it's, it's just you and me today. Just the two. Yeah. Yeah. And Kevin's out sick. The uh, We had a, a sort of lost podcast that's... that's uh, it's lost yeah. to the to the universe. I actually People... have a pretty pretty funny story about how that all went down. Um, okay, so we were kind of doing like a weird janky recording process. So I was like recording into an external recorder um, with my XLR mic plugged into that because I didn't have a uh, digital audio interface at the time. So I was moving the files over from the SD card onto my computer once we were finished. And mm-hmm. when it was almost done, my dog literally knocked the card reader off the table and it fell and it stopped the uh, stopped the transfer. And I figured, okay, maybe the card popped out. But then I picked it up and the card was broken in half. Like it was dangling um, because I it hit the hard tile floor. And uh, that is how we lost a podcast. Damn. And yeah. a, a memory card. And a memory card. Yeah. More, those, more those... upset about the podcast. Memory yeah. cards can be replaced. So for those of you who didn't hear the podcast, which is everybody, doesn't matter what we talked about because it's lost. <laughs> nope, but nope, we, it, we can pretend doesn't. like like we didn't talk about anything. It was pretty, I think it was probably the worst podcast, so it's, it's okay. It, it, it wasn't awesome. great. It wasn't great. Um, I did talk about The Evil Within 2 a bit. No, um, I think it was probably, yeah, yeah, you talked about that. Um, but this week, what are we going to talk about this week, man? Wow, what a week it's been. There have been a lot of games coming out this last week, and it's been kind of insane. Like, there have been two games back-to-back that I think might be two of the best games to come out this year. And uh, I beat them both in that time. PUBG came out twice this week? PUBG came out twice this week. Uh, Yeah, Breath of the Wild also came out twice this week. Oh, my God. uh, And Mario and Wolfenstein came out this week. Yeah. So... You let's start with Mario because <clears throat> I've played a bunch of Wolfenstein, so we can talk about that later. But you've been playing, you beat Mario. I beat Mario. Yeah, I don't know if I want to say like I beat Mario. I've definitely had the credits roll. Um, I'm currently going back and collecting all of the moons, which is that game's you know star. Um, mm-hmm. and it's been absolutely a joy in every possible way. Like I was a little worried about beating the game so fast because I thought, well, there goes my time with Mario and. Got to move on to another game, but there is so much replayability and the sense of discovery that you get almost gets even better after you finish the game. Right. There's just so much more to do, right? There's like, there's like so you... much more to do. Yeah. The first time you go through, like there are a lot of hidden moons and there's a lot of hidden areas and you can spend hours and hours and hours in each world just kind of exploring and finding all of these little hidden gems um, but once you roll the credits, there's all of that stuff, and then they lay more on top of it. So there is even more hidden moons and even weirder places. So it's kind of like unending. I hear there's like 900 moons in that game, which is insane. I'm at about 360 now, and I've only gone back through oh, the wow. first three worlds. Yeah, there's an insane amount of content in that game, and it is an absolute joy to play. I, I don't want to say too much about this game without right. Kevin because I kind of want to hear his input but 
The things that I think I can say is that A, there is an incredible amount of content and mm-hmm. B, the sense of exploration and discovery in that game is some of the best I have ever encountered in a game, even even Wait. better than Breath of the Wild. What? What? Yeah, it's it's incredible. Like they were hmm. so fucking meticulous in the way that they designed these levels and these maps it seems like no matter where you're standing or what direction you're looking at you'll see like a little glimpse of a hidden area or a moon floating like like for example i was in the uh the desert zone and i kept getting sidetracked and going from moon to moon to moon because without you know actually progressing through the game because it was just so dense and compact. Like you'll be standing at the bottom of a sand dune and -hmm. you'll see like a moon floating at the top of another sand dune and you run over there, but then you, you know, you think that the moon is actually sitting on top of that dune, but in fact it's like a hundred feet away on top of a giant pillar. And then there's a whole other adventure just to kind of like unravel that puzzle and figure out how to get to the top of that pillar. But in doing that, you get sidetracked again because then you see another little hidden gem or another hidden moon or, you know, some purple coins or it's right. just, it's incredible. And they reward you every step of the way too, which is Is just that kind of how Zelda amazing. was too? Like like all about like strategic sight lines and being like, ah, as soon as they take a step here, they're gonna see that and then they're gonna go there and it's just gonna un like unfold like a web. Exactly. Yeah, that I I read that that was their kind of design philosophy with Breath of the Wild, but it seems that has carried over into Mario and has been translated in such a perfect way that it Hmm. fits. It just feels like magic. There's really no other way to describe it. Damn, man, this fucking year too many like like last year there was a lot of really good games, but there maybe was only a handful of like generational classics you know like there was a lot of just like really good like a minus games but there was only a couple of like a a plus games sure this year just feels like bam a plus a plus a plus a plus like out out of the ballpark yeah it's insane and it's crazy to think like two of the biggest games this year that like i'm almost even tempted to say like a couple of the greatest games ever made were both released on a brand new console right no the switch and there's still that xeno saga xeno Oh Blade yeah, Chronicles the new the Zuni, Xenoblade, Bronic- Xenoblade Chronicles Two. I think I like it is. Bronicles, but yeah. Bronicles. Yes, I like Bronicles Two. It's my favorite dinosaur. Uh, <laughs> that 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 game looks awesome. Like, how the hell is Nintendo able to put out so much good shit in one year? I have like no got, idea. It's insane. Like, and a better I'll, lineup than the Wii U already. Yeah. Oh yeah. With without a doubt. And like, and they're porting over all of the best Wii U games on top of the amazing new content they're putting out. Right. All while uh, supporting the Mar, yeah, that would be nice. I wonder how logistically they would be able to do that on the Switch. Mm. But um, no, it's it's crazy. Like, and they're still supporting the 3DS at the same time while they're putting all this new stuff out. Right. Do you play a lot of 3DS games? Uh, not as much now since there's the Switch. I really want to get my hands on that Metroid game. Um, Oh yeah, that sounds pretty good. Yeah, yeah, I'm actually uh, playing through uh, Metroid 2 or Super Metroid right now on the uh, NES Classic Edition or SNES Classic uh, Edition. Oh, you got an SNES Classic and you unboxed it. And I opened it. Yeah, I was okay, thinking I wouldn't, but I was looking I th- at those list of games and I was over at my brother's house and we really wanted to play Contra, so I totally oh, opened it. Oh shit, dude, that's awesome. 
It's pretty cool. Yeah, like I I wouldn't have gone out of my way to get one of these things. Like there's no mm-hmm. way I was going to wait in line for one or there's no way I was going to like struggle to get one online. The only way I would have gotten one is if, you know, I wandered into a Best Buy like I did to go buy Mario Odyssey and it was sitting there. And uh, mm-hmm. when I went into my particular Best Buy, it was the last one left. So um, I kind of saw it sitting behind the counter when I went up to get Mario and asked the dude behind the counter. I was like, is that like on pre-order or reserve? Or it's like, can I buy that right now? He said, oh, yeah, this is the last one. Uh, there's only one per customer. But, you know, this being the last one, here you go. So wow. uh, that, that worked out pretty well. I was pretty stoked. So how many games have you played on that? Um, I played a good amount of Contra. I think it's Contra 3. Isn't um, it Super Contra? Yeah, it's... I think so. Yeah, that game... Super C, man. ...is so fucking difficult. It is so yeah, punishing yeah. and, like, unforgiving. It is, like... Oh, man. We got through the first two levels and just had to put it down after about three hours because it was right. so insanely hard. Um, it was fun, though. So I played a lot of that. I played some uh, Mario World. Um, I played, uh, of course, Metroid. And mm-hmm. uh, after I finish Metroid, I'm going to go through and play um, A Link to the Past. I almost said right. A Link Between Worlds. It's A Link to the Past. A Link to the Past. Yes. Which might be, that might be my favorite game on that system. Although, between that and like Super Mario World, the only real bummer with that console is that you don't get uh, Chrono Cross. There is no Chrono. Yeah, yeah. yeah, Chrono, that would have been amazing. Yeah, I I played the PlayStation version of that game as a Mm. kid. I would like Mm -hmm. to see the uh, SNES version. So, yeah, that is kind of a letdown. You have uh, Earthbound, though, and you have... um, Final Fantasy 3. Final Fantasy 3. Yeah, it's... Five five and 6, whatever they... I don't forget what they call them. It's 3, yeah. Yeah. And um, what's the other one? Uh, Secret of Mana is on there as well. That's one I've always wanted to play, so... I'll get through that thing eventually too. I'm just kind of slowly playing those when I get, you know, exhausted from playing Mario or too tired from playing Wolfenstein. Right. So what do you think about custom firmware? Cause you know that you can upgrade the firmware with these things and you could put all the NES games on there. You could put Genesis games on there. I'm like, all for it. I think that's are you, awesome. Are you going to do it? Um, I don't know if I'm going to do it on this. My whole idea behind buying one of these things is that I didn't have to put any extra work into it. Mm-hmm. Um, otherwise, I could have just built a retro pie like Kevin did, which I think is awesome. True. And I yeah. think that's, you know, fan fucking tastic. But personally, um, I just don't think I'd have the time or the patience to be able to build one of those myself because I hear the uh, the software side of things is a little tricky. Yeah, uh, I, I, I'm not really sure how easy it is to do on the SNES Classic, but I, I don't know. I'd be interested because basically it becomes a retro pri- retro pie with a really cool exterior and really high quality controllers. So Sure. Yeah, that's a that's, good point. That's kind of nice. I mean, I my biggest concern is, uh, you know, other than the difficulty, which, you know, all of that stuff I could figure out, I just don't have the patience or time for, is um, if it would ruin the uh the ui at all because it is so good um it right. is so easy to use it is so streamlined and uh the music for that menu is top notch it's quite good. okay no that would be that's actually a real concern i wonder if you can just load side load roms onto it and have it accept them that way because if you could just do that that would be incredible right yeah that would be cool or figure out right. a way to like dual boot so you could like boot into the original snes classic dashboard or boot into a retro pie setup yeah did you play any um 
uh, Street Fighter? Um, Two? yeah, actually, we did play a little Street Fighter for maybe about 10, 15 minutes, mm-hmm. and uh, that didn't that didn't hold us very long. Though I'm not no. much of a fan of a fighting game to begin with, so right. you know, it's whatever. Yeah, yeah, no, that's that's really cool. I I still kind of want to get one of those just because. Just because they're so cool looking and uh, I don't know. They seem pretty fun. They come yeah. with two controllers, right? They do come with, with two controllers. Yeah, it's a little like weird proprietary plug for those. I think it's the same uh. thing as like the, what is it? The, the plug that the nunchuck used to plug into the Wiimote. Oh, I think that is right. You, yeah. I know that you can use uh, 8-bit dough controllers with it, with Bluetooth. Oh, How long is the that cord? That sounds nice. Uh, the cord is short. I think it's like mm. only like five or so feet long. Don't quote me on that, but a uh, wireless controller would be really nice. Yeah, um, yeah. Though I have this plugged into like a small TV that I have in my living room. It's just like mm-hmm. a little 32-inch TV, so it feels kind of fun like sitting super close to the TV and playing that thing. You, you feel like a kid again, which is, you know, something to say in itself. Right. Speaking of feeling like a kid again, uh, I was playing uh, Wolfenstein 2, the new Colossus, and they had the original Wolfenstein game. The entire, like every Wolfenstein 3D level is in that game. So where do you find, because I finished uh, Wolfenstein 2, right. uh, new Colossus, so I did not see that. I did mainline the shit out of this game, though. Mm, which is probably the right way to play it. Uh, there, You know when you're on the ship, uh, yeah. the U-boat? And mm-hmm. there's like a cantina, like a bar area yeah. with a pool table. Yeah. Right behind the pool table is an arcade machine that's called Wolfstone 3D. That's funny. And then you just go up to it and you can pick whatever chapter you want. And I played through like three or four levels just to be sure that it was like, that it was. Because the other games had like levels. Yeah, it was like a dream sequence. Uh, right. Yeah, that was really fun. But uh, this has the entire, everything Wolf, Wolfenstein 3D, which, you know, doesn't hold up that well but it was pretty fun and again makes makes me feel like a kid again um but wolfenstein 2 the the new colossus what do you think man that is a hell of a game you beat it i did beat it yeah it only took me about nine hours uh granted i did mainline it there is some Mm -hmm. side stuff in that game not a lot um yeah but after you roll credits there is more to do um you take out like the uber commanders or whatever um i haven't done Mm -hmm. any of that stuff but uh man that game what really struck me about that game is the difficulty. Mm. What what difficulty are you playing that thing on? I'm playing it on the standard difficulty. The it's just the default one. Um, yeah, that's I'd, what I was playing it on too. Bring them, bring them on. Give me, hurt me plenty. I don't remember it's one of those. But I I found it. I don't know. I, I I didn't find it to be. I'd heard a lot of talk about it being difficult, and I didn't. I think maybe I expected it to be harder than it was. But mm-hmm. you, you're dying a lot. I'm dying a lot. Yeah, um, I think for the most part, the game is pretty straightforward. Um, mm-hmm. There have been, or there was, a couple of sections that were insanely hard, though. Like, right, the parts that were hard were really, really hard. Uh, the game, uh, you know, in general is pretty average, and I feel like I can up the difficulty. But, um, man, those two or three sections, you just die over and over. There must have been one part uh, I died 15 times on. Because uh, I just kept getting smashed immediately. Okay, there was one part where I did die about six or seven times. I think it was um, it was uh at the Empire State Building. I guess I'll just say. Yeah, yeah. There's a. I don't know where you are. I don't. I there's one well, moment okay. that I think is the hardest in the game. 
Yeah, I'll, I'll tell you where I am without. I don't want to go too deep into spoilers. Maybe next time we can. Sure. We can sure. really when Kevin's here go into the full spoilers because we'll probably all have beaten it by then. But um, yeah, I think I'm about halfway. I, I'm at the point. I'm just past the milkshake scene that you saw in the E3 trailer. Uh, okay, okay. That's a good scene. I really like yeah. that part, too. Like, man, that that like part where you're kind of walking down the main street and all right. the confetti is falling, that is yeah. visually stunning. Yeah. No, I. you know what's what's striking to me about this game is I'm, I'm normally skeptical and cynical, maybe to an extent, about games with a lot of real heavy storytelling in, uh, emphasis. Mm-hmm. But I'm finding that I'm actually enjoying the storytelling in this game and the cutscenes in a way that I wouldn't expect to. Um, yeah, yeah, that's like fair. I'm not looking at my watch when the cutscenes roll as I as I often am. Sure, sure. The cutscenes too are also so over the top and outlandish. Like there mm-hmm. are some moments in that game <laughs> that are so yeah, the beginning of the game absurd. was pretty shocking. Yeah, um, yeah, the beginning was that was heart wrenching for sure. Yeah. Some um, good stuff. Yeah, yeah. Th- there's definitely some comedy in there too. Like, keep playing, and there's some moments that are just gonna knock you on your ass. They were so okay. funny. There was one moment at the beginning of the game that that's not too much of a spoiler to talk about, but when you you go through this thing and it's like this uh, microwave, like m- like machine in a hallway that like yeah, fries yeah. people. Yeah, and he's like zapping the Nazis with it. So yeah, the Nazis keep walking up to it and looking at it and seeing this pile of guts and just kind yeah. of being like, huh. And then you just see one after another and it's just in the background during a cutscene of them just yeah. like walking through it and getting zapped. And I was like, especially like what had led up to that was very intense and dark. It's like that that was a good moment of humor to sort of punctuate it. Sure. Yeah, I thought that was pretty brilliant. Like especially the last Nazi that goes through to like you know, test it out. He like kind of tiptoes, like you right. know, the fast tiptoe through it, and he just jibs, and it's so great. No, that was that was really uh, that was really fun. Um, I think that the the combat in this game actually feels really good. Do you use the dual wielding? I do use the dual wielding. Yeah, I feel like for some enemies, the dual wielding is absolutely necessary. Like the big guys, it is. You have to do that like incredible. Like you have to hit them really hard with a lot of fast damage. Otherwise, they'll kill you first. Yeah, absolutely. Luckily, you can kind of like lock them up. Like if you're dual wielding mm-hmm. the uh, assault rifles and you're hitting them, I think if you're hitting them in the head or um, if you're close enough or something, I know if you're putting enough damage on those guys, you'll kind of lock them up and they won't shoot at you. Yeah, they flinch is what, or they seem to sort of like take take the hit and they're not able to aim. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So like, I th- I don't know if the uh, single gun will do that to them, but the dual wield certainly does. Mm-hmm. Now, what do you think about the great. health system? Like, that's the one thing about the game. I think the health system is it's, kind of like. It's kind of quite there. I agree. Um, it's kind of hard to tell when you're being hit sometimes, which was a little frustrating. Um, like about three quarters of the way through the game, I was totally used to it. Um, and when I was getting hit, I knew I was getting hit. And I, you know, learned to get the fuck out or get cover or what have right. you. But having to run around and actually pick up the health and pick up the armor is really frustrating. And I feel that that hurts the game in such a stupid way that it shouldn't. Because it's mm-hmm. such an easy problem to fix. Like, I don't yeah. understand why you couldn't just run over it and have it automatically pick up. I understand with the health, but because they want you to do that overcharge thing, which I think is a bad mechanic, they should just... I don't really know what the solution is exactly. I feel like this game is kind of stuck in between this, like, Halo and Doom-like phase. Like, they were, like, halfway to, like, oh, let's figure out a new way to deal with health. 
but they didn't fully solve the problem. So maybe if there's a Wolfenstein three, they can, they can fix it. But the armor, it doesn't make sense that you don't just automatically pick up armor, the health, because it does that overcharge thing where it's like you, if you get more than a certain amount of health, it starts counting down. Like they don't want you to accidentally use up all the health, but I don't understand sometimes getting armor. It's like, you have to be pixel perfect to just to just pick it up yeah yeah it's really frustrating and like i said i i feel like it hurts it in a stupid way like it's almost in some instances detrimental to the game especially the more mm-hmm. difficult sequences there were so many times where i felt myself panicking and running around and trying to find all of the pickups um instead of being able to focus on cover and focus on accuracy and focus on movement so Mm-hmm. You know, and and those things, especially the movement, I feel are such strong points in that game. And to have Absolutely. something that's so glaring to distract from those things is just—it's unfortunate. Yeah, yeah. I, I will say the game definitely the combat is really. If you, if you look past that one problem, the combat is great. It really rewards aggressive, like like don't take cover. You want to be moving forward and just like like sneak like just rushing your enemies and just killing them as quickly as possible. It it definitely rewards aggressive play in a way that we haven't seen a lot of shooters do besides Doom and the other Wolfenstein games. Sure. Yeah, it's funny that, you know, when we talk about Doom, I mean this, I mean rightfully so, this game should feel a lot like Doom, but it yeah. kind of feels like Doom in a distracting way sometimes like for mm. instance you'll get in some of those like arena areas and the enemies start pouring in and the music picks up and your adrenaline is going and you want to play it like doom like i want to mm-hmm. rush in there i want to get the kill streaks i want the glory kills that don't exist but mm-hmm. as soon as i start doing that like i'll make decent headway into the this section but then i just get slaughtered eventually because i'm playing it like doom I, I've been finding that aggressive play is, is has been working for me as long as I remember to like like kind of jump in and out of action. Like what I'll, like and that's I think that's kind of the beauty of this particular game's combat is that it's all about sort of doing this like peekaboo assaults where you jump out and you just blast a bunch of dudes and then you run away real quick, heal up, and then run back out and then like just blow away a bunch of people. As opposed to like Doom, you're just in their face 24-7. And something like Call of Duty, you're kind of just standing behind a block, peeking out every couple of seconds, taking a pot shot. Yeah, no, I, I definitely agree. Um, I feel like the hit and run tactics for that game are pretty fucking crucial. Um, it feels good, though. I don't, I don't know. There's something you kind of get into this rhythm after a little while where you go in super mm-hmm. hot, you kill a few guys, you like you know, kind of outsmart them and run around the opposite flank and try and find some armor to pick up. Um, it, it feels good. The combat in that game is is top-notch, and I want more. Yeah, no, I want more. Uh, let's take a quick break. Cool. We'll be back in five. Sounds good. We're back. Uh, we're going to talk more about Wolfenstein 2 next time when Kevin's back with us. But now let's talk a little bit about Divinity, since uh, we talked about that on the, the the Lost podcast. We can talk a little bit about that this week. 
before we get out of here. The Lost uh, have Podcast. You been, yeah, have you been playing a lot of Divinity? Uh, yeah, I played about like 16, 17-ish hours, kind of in that, you know, almost 20 ra- range. Oh, I'm up to 40 five or something holy shit you've been playing the crap out of that game i put in a work week in that game yeah no man so how is it now at the 40 hour mark it's unlikely that i'm actually further than you because part of the reason i've got so many hours is well okay i'm playing on the on the regular difficulty which is pretty freaking hard yes it is to be honest yeah like um you can expect to die a lot and like the, the kind of the thing about it is that it doesn't if it, it like it punishes mistakes pretty severely so if you make a mistake you might just die um and i also pretty much restarted anytime a single teammate died just be clear divinity original sin 2 is a classic crpg it's um isometric it's got beautiful 3d graphics it takes place in a large open world and you get a four-person party and it has this kind of tactical combat that's very much like XCOM or even dungeons and dragons right movement-based combat sure, um, sure it's like tile-based almost tile-based yeah that's i think that's the right way to but not really it. tiles because it's i guess i guess it is maybe it is tiles you can't see the tiles though you can't see the tiles but it definitely has tiles yeah like because you use a rogue right if you use a rogue they have to have perfect positioning to get that backstab Absolutely. if they're just like an inch off but um yeah so i finally i've made it away from the 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 noob island or whatever which i spent like 20 hours there whoa that is a lot uh, more time than i spent there apparently that's about average that's that's what most people are spending there there's i, I did a lot of things i explored like every cave every inch of the map nice i did a, a bunch of quests apparently there's still a lot of quests i didn't do but there's I, I did a pretty good job of just being a completionist on that island and i, I had a pretty good time there and i, I got a lot of good gear yeah, yeah. What did you think about the end of that island? Like the the final cave that you go through? Uh With that trickster undead cave? guy? I forget trickster his name. Undead guy. Whoa. Like, what? Man, we must have done two completely different paths then to get off the island. So, yeah, that's that's the thing about this game is how like yeah, you and I are gonna compare notes and be like, what? Yeah, Completely like I didn't that's go different. through any cave. Uh no, to get off the island I had to have a big this this big battle and um Actually, the big battle kind of demonstrates something that's really interesting about the combat system. Like I said, it's really hard. Yes, it is. So as I'm getting ready to leave the island, I have this huge battle with a, a group of people that I had been hearing about the whole time. And in the middle of a battle, a, a third party yes. intercedes. That happened to me as well. Yeah, that okay, was pretty yeah. cool. And I was like, holy shit. And it was, it made like that battle was already hard enough. Having this third party intercede just made it like, whoa. Yeah, it was really intense. So, what I had to do was leave, flee the battle. Oh, wow. Those two fight each other (laughs) and then come back after one of them won. That is so funny. I never once considered doing that. That is genius. Yeah. No, I was just because it was kicking my ass. I was like, there's no way I can do this unless I unless I pull out um, and it was interesting there's but there's been a, a lot of battles now there was the did you do the battle on the boat yes where you have to just defend the one person yes that was hard holy shit that was hard yeah that was insanely difficult you don't really like finish that battle like you don't clear all the enemies because she just teleports you away but, I didn't kill any enemies yeah oh um, man dude that was hard I had to restart that one a couple of times even on like the easier difficulty I, yeah, I did that about 10 times. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, it was hard. That, it was hard, but 
I really like how much attention to design like each battle has like it's unlike a lot of you know i mean you think of like jrpgs with these just random battles you're just doing the same shit over and over this each battle is really like an XCOM level oh yeah it's well thought out there's 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 all sorts of different ways to do it but there's definitely wrong ways to do it yeah and and like the combat never feels samey either like each you know uh conflict that you get into requires a whole different mindset when approaching it and like kind of setting up your tactics and each one is kind of a different approach mm-hmm. yeah no it's but, really cool so i'm super curious to see how you got off the island like i think it's okay if we mildly spoil the beginning of that m- game mildly spoil the it's first been, 20 hours of the game <laughs> it's been out for a while i think it's i think it's uh, fair and also i'm dying to know because it sounds like <laughs> we just went okay. totally different directions we, it does i ended up making me uh making contact with the seekers okay yeah who um they needed me wait maybe did that's how i, I got going that's cave. how i did it was yeah, with the seekers. I went to the seekers yeah and um and then yeah and then i had to have that that battle down by the beach right so i went through the seekers and there mm-hmm. was one item they needed me to get. It was like the wand that they needed, right? Okay, I, d- I did go get the wand. Okay, right. okay. And you like go through the cave where there's that like that undead guy and he's kind of a trickster. I forget his name. Right. Okay. I forgot his name too. No, that I did do that. Okay, okay good. So, I really enjoyed that part. I really liked that undead <laughs> character. I thought he was really cool. I, I wish no. I could remember his name. He was a bastard. You know what I love is, do you, you have an elf character, right? I uh, In my party, yes. Do you eat? The uh, body parts that you find? Uh, no, I don't, but I know they can eat them. What's the benefit to eating okay. the body parts? Two benefits. The first benefit is totally pragmatic. You just gain skills. Not always, but like one in every 10 parts will give Sabil a skill. That's really good. That's really good. Uh, the other thing is that every body part that you eat has a little story. It's basically the last few minutes of this of these people's life. Oh, wow. And it's some of the best writing in the game, actually. It's like really captivating, interesting stuff. How cool. Um, Yeah, no, the writing in this game is so good. Like, I don't really care about the main story, but like the side characters and all the little like, I, I, you know, the little just like vignettes and stuff the just the little stories that you get are really really well delivered and well written sure and those those stories feel constant too like it feels like mm-hmm. every corner you turn there's another quest and there's another little vignette or there's another story or there's a spirit yeah. to talk to it's so densely <clears throat> packed that i could see it being so easy to, to sink hundreds and hundreds of hours into this game or 45 in two weeks yeah or 45 <laughs> in two weeks yeah no kidding that's that's a fair amount like but it's good what yeah. what your what's uh your party setup so my party is my main guy uh he's not a warrior but he's basically like a warrior mm-hmm. he's like a warrior who does some magic okay and then i have a basically like a battle mage paladin healer uh-huh so who is my who are is that i'm vaguely familiar with most of Sibyl the okay Sibyl. is my is my healer sure. she's not a rogue for me yeah she's my I've got rogue. beast is a yep. rogue oh beast is your rogue okay beast is my battle mage right I, I for some reason i did them backwards uh and then i've got um Ethan ben or as, as kevin calls him half ben uh <laughs> and he's he's a he's what he is a uh a wayfarer which is like a ranger right, a, a ranged class sure sure i killed him 
by accident in you, the boat. You killed him. I didn't. No, so I didn't kill him. Like I left him behind in the boat. And oh, right, right, right. Yeah, yeah. No, who knows what happened to them? Yeah. You know what pisses me off? There was one guy in the boat that if you killed him, you got a bunch of items. I killed him, and then I reloaded my save. And the items he gave were like worth like five thousand gold each. Holy shit! And then I didn't. I should have just killed him. I don't uh, know. I'm trying to be kind of a good person in this world, in this play. I'm trying to do the same. Yeah, it seems like it makes it much more difficult, but ultimately more rewarding, which is, you know, typically the case for being the good guy. But yeah, I have found every time that I did a good deed on a quest, I've been rewarded. If you go back and talk to the people, they normally will be like, oh, thank you for saving me down on the beach. And they'll give you like a piece of armor or something. Right. Yeah, that's funny. So let's see. Uh, I'm using Sibyl as my rogue, Beast as my battle mage. Um, my main guy is the knight class. Uh, they deal an mm-hmm. insane amount of damage. Holy shit. Do you use two-handed weapons? Yeah, dude, absolutely. Did you find the epic mace on the island? Um, I don't think I did, no. Oh, well, there's, there was an epic mace. I mean, you probably are, have access to better weapons now, but it was on the island, it was in- it was like ridiculous. Whoa, man. I should I kind of makes me want to restart that game, but maybe not. I don't know. 20 hours is a decent amount of put time to put into that game. Uh, yeah. I found one thing that I really hate about this game that has fucked me over already is the mm-hmm. autosave. Um, autosave? It fucked me over so fucking bad in this game. So it maybe fucked me out of over like two or three hours. So I was doing pretty good, making my way through mm-hmm. a chain of quests, a couple of different change, make, change, chains, making some yeah. progress. And then I guess I wandered a little too far um, out into the wilderness, and I came across this demon character that kills my entire party in one lightning bolt. Oh. And it autosaves before you go into a battle in that game. And right. last time I had saved was a while ago. So that kind of fucked me over pretty bad. I wish it didn't autosave when you would go into a battle in that game. Yeah, you have to save scum in this game. Is yeah, what you do. I've really, I, and I've been, I've been doing it a lot, a lot. But um, yeah, I I haven't had anything quite that bad. I did have a couple times where it saved me, like right as I was about to have a character die. But I just backpedaled a little, and it ended up being. Not a huge problem, thankfully. Yeah, yeah. It's just, it, I don't know. It irked me. Like, I haven't played that game since that happened. But then oh. at the same time, I haven't played that game since I got Mario. So I think that that's probably why. Yeah. Oops. No, definitely. Um, yeah. I, well, yeah. Divinity Original Sin is pretty awesome. I think uh, it is. Again, when Kevin's around, we could talk more about it. We could maybe try to stream that. Yeah, yeah. We, we do have to start streaming that. I do like that game. It's just. It's hardcore, man. That is not a game that you could just kind of like pop in and out of. I feel you really got to lock into that one. Yeah, I, and I have. It's, I mean, it kind of, it's a testament to the fact that this has been a weird year for me that I've had a hard time getting just situated in single player games. Yeah. And this game just totally absorbed me. So Sucked you in. Well, that's good. I've been the opposite this year. For me, like I've been all about the single player experience, except for PUBG. Except for that yeah. 300 hours of PUBG that you put Shit. in. No, I only put 150 hours into that game. Yeah. Not quite 300. 
Uh, dude, so have you though. I saw your hour count in that bed. Oh, boy. my hour counts. Yeah, it's, it's, I think it's, it's just behind you. You're uh, up let's there. Let's see what I've got. 142. Like, yeah. I was playing yesterday, and I I was having like the greatest rounds where I kept getting like six and seven kills, and then I'd get oh, into wow. like the, the last five and die in the blue over and over again. Dude, I know because they increase the blue damage. It it fucked me I think over. It moves too. quicker at the end, dude. It's like you just like wham. Yeah, it is there, and it is there with a fucking vengeance like i find myself dying in the blue all the time now because i'm just so used to being able to like take my time and eat a little blue and find a car and get out of there but now it's like Mm -hmm. you gotta panic when you see that blue moving in Uh, yeah you have to just be out of the way yeah absolutely like oh i finally uh broke my dry spell in that game though it's been like maybe three weeks since i won a chicken dinner one one the other night with kyle it was fucking awesome Nice, nice yeah it was good i only got like two or three kills but hey wins a win no that's that's good i finally had a, a solo chicken dinner it's a couple weeks ago now Ooh. but i had been like having just bad i kept getting i got second place probably a dozen times which was just really pissing me off so i had yeah. this, this great round where i i got my chicken dinner and, and felt good i was like okay because like, i'd after getting so many with teams and duos and stuff to get one by yourself was a was good that is I that is it. good i still haven't gotten a single player or a singles uh chicken dinner yet so i don't it's, i don't think i've played much solo in that game it's a different game in solo it is uh, yeah you can play it a lot differently like the fact that you don't have to worry about a whole team like every time you see somebody like like especially like yesterday when i was playing that game for a couple hours yesterday and i was just getting these high kill count runs um <clears throat> I got to the point where I was really hunting people. I'd see someone and I'd kind of stalk them for a bit so I could get into range and then I'd take them out. Like you can't do that when you're with a team or in a no, duo. Like, you you can, I guess you can kind of go after another team, but like I, I just felt like so much more of a hunter in single player. Yeah. Uh, or, or it's single player and solo. No, I found that in the solo matches that I played too. Like solo feels much more intense uh, you mm-hmm. feel like you can take your time a little bit more in solo yeah. in some area in some areas. Um and dropping in hot in solo is like a guaranteed death. I, I've been doing it every time actually. Oh no shit. I've been dropping in hot. I get like three kills within the first five minutes. Oh like, man. Almost every round. Well, I think that says more about my ability to play that game than the game itself. <laughs> but it's the so that works for me about three times out of four you know yeah maybe 50 50 depending but the great thing about that is if you get a couple of kills in the first few minutes these guys have done your looting for you you're ready to go oh yeah you just take all their shit and bounce out so, of yeah there. you just drop in the povga or something and you're just like oh okay i found a couple of guys plinked them out now i've got my 4x and my m16 and all the ammo and yeah you're good to go. that's what's up so it seems like kind of the strategy that my brother and i've been doing lately is we'll drop somewhere like gatka or like one of the mm-hmm. more you know remote towns and we don't even bother looting at first like we just find a car first thing off Ah. the bat and then drive to one of the denser cities that was way off the flight path and we right that is a very good strategy very not have said that on the podcast uh it's okay (laughs) i i we we did not come up with that strategy we full-on took it from one of the best streamers out there so it's known it's a known thing okay yeah much like the diner like i don't know what the hell happened with that but when we first discovered that, there was a good like week to two weeks where I feel like two weeks before people started hitting it hard. Yeah, yeah. Now you can't go for the diners anymore. They're just like just as hot as or not. I still school, do it, but, but it's it's risky. Yeah, you yeah. know that you're gonna 
there's going to be people around. Yeah, that sucks. People. Damn it, dude! Appreciate. You're making me want to play that game right now. I like. know. I just saw. <laughs> I just saw some one of my Steam friends pop online, start playing PUBG. I'm like, ah, man. That's the thing. PUBG is one of those games where it's like, when you hear about it or when you see anything about it, you just want to go play it right away. Right. No, it's it's definitely it's it, pretty. I I love that game. It begs to be played. Yeah, and updates. It's a good game too. Lots of updates. Like, it's it is it running better for you? Like, it seems for me, I'm getting a much higher frame rate and less hmm. like lag out in weird areas. It's it does seem that way, though. Not here's what I'll say. I've noticed that in solo, it actually seems to run a lot better. That's like, I tend so I tend weird. to get average of about ninety to hundred frames per second most of the time. Yeah. Um, it's definitely been better lately but i wouldn't say it's been perfect yeah it's not perfect yeah i wonder if they're kind of like secretly optimizing the pc version while getting ready to put the xbox one version out because that comes I out like imagine, next month yeah i have to imagine that that's gonna bring about a a miracle patch a messiah if you will yeah it's gonna it's gonna bring the performance to the point where everybody's laptop can handle that game like it should be able to it should be able to yeah man uh, i really hope so because even with a monster fucking rig there is still mm-hmm. areas where like i'll drop down to like 40 frames per second and it's like what the fuck no, is that's, going that's on? a real bummer yeah uh, yeah yeah so I, I don't know new maps that game's supposed to go finished i mean it's not going to be finished no way i'm going 1.0 doesn't really mean anything other than we get mantling in a new map yeah yeah i don't know we'll see like i'm curious to see if they do wrap it up what kind of like conversations are going to happen for these big publications game of the year stuff because Mm -hmm. man what i know and i know we keep drilling that point in but holy shit this year is insane yeah this year is definitely like what the fuck it's 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 the sevens man i remember 2007 that's i mean like 2007 we had like uh half-life orange box came out yeah uh what else came out was Halo that three bio mass effect one came out bioshock oh, came shit. out was it bioshock was uh, that seven or eight yeah. it was it was around that time it was 2007 because i bought an xbox that year because my video card had just died i think my, actually my whole computer had just died and i didn't have any way to play games and i, I like Kevin had an Xbox and he was like, like, Hey, check out all this stuff. And Bioshock was just coming out. And I was like, I have to get yeah. an Xbox. And I had been at a casino and I won, <clears throat> I won like 600 bucks playing craps. <laughs> so I like went straight to a Walmart and bought an Xbox elite, which had just come out. That is brilliant. <laughs> in, yeah. In Nevada. Cause I'm like, there's like less tax here or something. I, I was pretty stupid, but um, no, no, that's good. That's genius. I would have done the same thing, man. Absolutely. Hey, you can't yeah, so. you can't talk to me about stupid purchase decisions mm, and mm-hmm. and gaming stuff because I've set the bar, I think, for stupid purchase decisions <laughs> and gaming stuff. So, I mean, I'm looking at my computer right now and I've got two 1080s in this motherfucker and I'm thinking to myself, why? But yeah, all, you know, all that uh, Farmville or Farmville. What's what's the game The the farming game? Fucking Stardew Valley. Yeah, Stardew yeah. Valley. Now running at <laughs> two thousand frames per second, and downscaled from four K. Yep, uh, yep, yeah. I've got that shit. How does The 8K. Witcher run? Can you? I dude, haven't can you run tried the Witcher, 4K? the Witcher yet. Um, I'm sure I can. I would not be surprised. Like I was playing Wolfenstein, the lowest I've seen my frame rate go is like one hundred and twelve frames per second on the Uber sitting. Oh damn! Yeah, that's so. 
pretty good. It's insane. That game is... Uh, so here's something that may or may not help anybody. I, I was playing Wolfenstein on my laptop at first, and then I installed it on my desktop, and it would not lo- It would not launch on oh, my God. desktop. It would crash. In it. So apparently this is a rampant bug. If you look at I Steam heard reviews, about that. Yeah. Really bad. Um, and so I tried disabling my integrated graphics card, which was supposed to help, and it didn't. Oh, um, God. And so I tried changing all this, the graphics settings, and I'm like, man, I don't want to play this on a laptop. I want to play this on a big monitor with a yeah. super, you know, power, high-powerful rig. And what I did was changed it from full screen to windowed borderless, and that, that and solved that the problem. And that fixed it. That's stupid. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Yeah, so, I heard I, this game had some serious issues the first couple of days it was out. Like, if you look at the Steam reviews page, I think it's still mixed just because of the bad bugs and crashes and performance problems it had in its first couple of days. But it seems to be running great for me now. I haven't had a single problem with it. Yeah, yeah. Now, once I got it working, it, it was running really nicely. It looked good. Um, yeah, that's Bethesda, man. They've been having these problems with their games. Yeah. I remember last year it was Dishonored 2. I mean, I'm not even sure if that has finally come around it's oh not, yeah like, i remember that don't fuck up these games guys oh, these I are know it. important games like evil within 2 that game doesn't run great like at <clears> most <throat> i'm getting 60 to 70 frames per second which is totally mm-hmm. inexcusable i should be well into the hundreds for that game right so yeah if you're getting that then joe schmo with a mid-range pc is going to be getting 30 yeah it's, uh, it's outrageous that's a bummer um yeah well, it's frustrating but what are you gonna it's do frustrating yeah so, speak, dude, I never told you guys, or I don't think I've talked about it on the podcast. I got one of those Xbox One Elite controllers. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I just looked at it on my desk. I kind of sprung that thought on. Have you used one of these things yet? I've not. I don't. I know they're they're fancy. I, I don't know what I, makes them fancy. So it's all modular, right? You can like swap out the thumbsticks mm-hmm. or swap out the D pad, uh, and it has like little macro okay, buttons, okay. and you can set up macros, and it's pretty cool. And it feels you can set good. up macros yeah. on console. Yeah, so that that's crazy? how people are cheating on consoles. Yep, I'd imagine so. Yep. With the Xbox One Elite mm. controller, and Microsoft is like, okay, yeah, buy your hundred and fifty dollar fucking controller. Sure, right. then you can cheat. Yep, yep. Um, but what? makes me uh bring it up especially with you guys is i know you guys love tekken and fighting games yeah i think this might be the controller for you uh you guys should like try it out next time i'm over because the d-pad you can put the circle d-pad on it and Mm. the diagonal on this thing is fucking amazing like it no i definitely like to check that out crazy i could see this being like the fighting game controller like that d-pad is clicky as hell it's it's that sounds pretty good it's quite nice i i do like the ps4 controller because it has a really big d-pad that's that's Ah, very it's good yeah but i i'd like to see how i would love to check out this xbox one elite maybe maybe black friday i'll get one or maybe next time over at your house yeah 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 i got it for cheap i would not spend 150 dollars on this thing that would be fucking Mm. stupid i don't know absolutely not but for like i paid like a hundred bucks yeah why not it's it's pretty cool yeah 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 good okay shit I think I think that's uh, that's a podcast. Is that it, man? Okay, um, we'll have to bring up yeah. this stuff again with Kevin because I know he's going to have a lot to say about Mario, Mario and Wolfenstein and Wolf. when Kevin's on for sure. Yep, yep, um, yep. I want to thank uh, Madden for the awesome music. Check out the SoundCloud at SoundCloud.com/slash/madyn. Link in the description. Uh, we we love your music. We really appreciate it. Uh, Kevin, hope you feel better. 
Yeah, did and, he, uh, wait, does he have, what was the diarrhea he had last time? He's, he's got leprosy, actually. He had, no, but. <laughs> it's called zo- <laughs> zo- zombitis. No, he had, he was sick last time. Oh, and he had the, where was, yeah, what did he call that? It was like Diarrheaville or, or Pukistan. Pukistan. Yeah, he was in Pukistan. Is he in Pukistan again? He was again? in Pukistan. I don't think he's in Pukistan. I think he's in he's in Zombieville or something. I, I'm not sure. Ugh. But he'll be back next time. Uh, we'll get some streaming going soon once we figure that out totally. I think we're we're most of the way there. There's a lot of like we're getting there. hitches and hurdles. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Well, I've got some yeah. stuff over on my end now. I think we can... Uh, at least overcome our podcast hurdles. That'll be good. That'll be good. Yeah. 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 Cool. Well, uh, send us mail at mail at jumpcrouch.com. That's it, right? Yeah. Mail at jumpcrouch.com. Check out the website, jumpcrouch.com. Check out us on Instagram or Twitter, the jump crouch, the jump crouch. And, um, yeah, we'll, we'll be, we'll be back soon. We'll thanks for listening. Bye. I also believe that I am Bob Marley reincarnated.